And we are live. Welcome to the Townstone Financial Show. Zach and Barry here live in the studio coming to you from Chicago. NMLS number 136-639. So I got a question out there for you and our audience out there. Uh, are you in the market to, to buy a new bank? Because I know... I want to buy a house. I know a new bank. I want to buy a house. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank is, is for sale. Uh, yeah. No interest. I want to buy a house. No, no interest in, in, in buying this bank. I, I know they do it cheap enough. They've I'll got buy it. branches. Well, it looks like uh, over cheap. the weekend, nobody did want to buy this bank. Not yet. There's still time. You, is there? I thought they're they're getting dissolved and their their assets are getting split up. I'm sure they'll figure something out. They always do. But uh, I mean, I know a lot of people. You know, one all the people that bought banks during 2008 made out like bandits. Well, Jamie Dimon you said he they were not in the running. He, you know, I think yeah, they Bear bought Stearns. out Bear Stearns and like yeah, they hit him for all the all the uh, liabilities on the mortgage. And it's like you know, at least there it was like you know, oh, we got we got less than 24 hours to analyze this deal, and then they get begged by the government to do it, and then they get hit by the government after the fact. Who would think? That seems <laughs> par for the course for the government. I'm shocked. Um, and I know, yeah, J.P. Morgan Chase basically, you know, and a, a few years ago, Jamie Dimon was quoted as saying if, like, that ever happened again, he doesn't think the board of directors would, would let him buy the bank, let alone take their call because uh, of, of how, you know, much of a cluster uh, that turned out to be. But basically what happened is... Oh, on, on Friday, basically, this bank shut down. Um, fortunately, you know, we're unaffiliated. They're, they're more out of California. Um, but a lot of tech startups and people I know that work for these, you know, techie, maybe more California-based companies did interact with that bank. And, uh, you know, you have your company card that you're, you're trying to charge some office supplies company to. Company credit card. Credit card. Uh declined you know on on friday um and then that's got to be a shock and and the ripple effect of like imagine if you know payroll and and whatnot but then barry there's like all this talk about oh the the ripple effects they're talking about it like it's covid like the contagion what does that really mean i thought you know isn't this a an isolated problem with this bank having you know their customers being you know these startups that are so interest rate sensitive, um, and then them also this bank not taking the proper interest rate risk control and buying. You know basically yeah when interest rates were near zero they didn't want to buy short term debt and make barely any money they bought something you know it's paying two percent. Um, for thirty years, so so weren't they weren't they like greedy, wouldn't you say, or or, I mean, what what are your thoughts on this, Barry? I think lots of bank management people have long term debt on their books. I think if you went through all the banks, you wouldn't be happy with what you saw. But but if if they're going to be able to, if they didn't have a run on the bank, the bank would still be open today. It's just 
Yeah, just like a Ponzi scheme will yeah. never fail if there's always new investors to pay off the old ones. But I, I don't, I don't know if if everybody went to some of the big banks around the country here and took every dime out that they had, would they still be solvent? That's a really good question. So I guess then the question is because I guarantee you that the big banks have lots of losses on their books on if if they had a market to market market to market means taking if you buy a 30 year treasury right and it's guaranteed by the government so if you hold it for 30 years the government will pay you back unless the United States government goes out of business but on any particular day that particular asset that bond that you bought that CD it's like a CD could be worth less Right than it, what you paid for it initially. What you paid for it because the idea is what basically like you're going to buy this day if you had to sell it. You it pay fifty dollars today, well, no, because and in thirty years you get paid back a hundred dollars. There's nothing to do with that. It has to do but with today, interest. But if you sell interest, it, interest rate that when you bought that bond, interest rates could have been at three percent at at one percent. The thirty, the ten year, and, and I said thirty year fixed, but I was talking about tens actually. Okay. The ten, the ten, or you could say thirty could have been at one and a half percent, and you're making one and a half percent. So and you right have now, the money right in now thirty the, years. Right now, the thirty, if you hold it to maturity, could be at three percent. Right, you're still going to get the money, but maturity. you're so you're talking about so now. It's like, now that one and a half percent that you're only getting bond is worth way less. Call it fifty percent less. So if you bought a million dollar bond today, that million dollars could be only worth five hundred thousand dollars if you needed to sell it. Obviously, if you keep it for the entire thirty years, you're going to get interest payments right every month right. and you'll get your principal back but, at the end but i'm not as smart as you so the way i kind of like that's wrap, for sure the way i kind of wrap my head around this and you tell me if if this is right or wrong but it's like okay i deposit a hundred dollars into into this bank that bank then took a, that hundred dollars and let's say put it in a 30-year treasury or bond because over that 30 years that bank would then get Two hundred dollars back, let's just say, or something, or some, like that. You know, something back over thirty years, plus the principal that they. But put my in. money is gone then. So if I say no, I want my hundred dollars back. They then have to sell that thing early. If, and if since, there's a run on the bank, and it, since interest rates did rise, they would have to sell that thing they bought for my hundred dollars. Now they're only getting seventy dollars for it. Correct. And they're short, and they go, we, we don't have the extra Listen, 30. Listen, banks are a Ponzi scheme, if you really think about it, because they do not hold a hundred. They don't hold your $100 there every day. They don't hold everybody's dollars in there. Like you just said, they could invest it in a building. They could buy treasury bills. They could buy this and that. Every night, they have to hold a certain amount of reserves. And if everybody – and one of the reasons why on Monday morning or Sunday night – the FDIC came out and said that everyone's guaranteed, the, the depositors are guaranteed all their money. Right. It's because they didn't want you and me and everybody else running, having a run on the bank. Because if we all went in to go get our money, the money's not there. I don't know. If anybody thinks that everybody's money is, is stuck at the bank that they put it in, they're wrong. But isn't that what the two? There's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar limit it's that, for the vast majority of people, though, that is enough, Barry. No, it isn't. For the vast majority of people, probably not. Not not their not people. Their lifetime, they may have all their money in there, and 
they could be 60 years old and they have more than $250,000. Right, yeah. right. There's some people, but there's ways where it's like, there's oh, husband's account, wife's account, a trust account, like yeah, each mo- one can but be. Most, most people don't do it that way, unfortunately, because they believe that, that, that the U.S. government, which in almost all cases will, will back their, their deposits. Now, the, the bank, the owners of the bank, the stockholders, the bondholders, people that invested in ownership of the bank probably aren't going to get their money back, but the depositors should get their Which money back. Which they shouldn't. Because you did nothing Which wrong. they shouldn't. But I but I agree. The depositors should get 100% and they, and they of are. their money back. And they are. But we now have a moral hazard, I would argue. Because it's been now, that way. Well, yeah, no, now. I, I think it's even now is now it's explicit where it goes. Okay, it's banks, you are not at risk. I think there new, there is going to be new regulation because oh, now for sure because now the banks are saying there is no interest rate risk. The run on the bank doesn't matter. All that's going to happen, is, you know, is equity and our shareholders get wiped out. But in the meantime, we can buy just all this long term stuff. To, to maximize the return. Well, the, lar- the large banks are more regulated than the the, the regional and and, uh, and local community banks, obviously. So okay, it's always been that way. Well, scary news, you know, for people in finance and um, you know the tech sector, uh, up until the point that they knew that their deposits would come back. Um, you know, we know somebody. I'm not going to mention his name. May have. If, been on our podcast in the in the past had a had basically sells to those companies right now he's out of the mortgage business he was very worried this weekend that all of his customers were going to be out of business um so a very nerve-wracking weekend for people in that but we always like to look at the bright side of things and they would have been out of business because they lost their deposits you're saying in that bank yeah yeah, because it's I, like if you're I, I if never you're a, a startup company, if you're a startup company, um, and you have millions of dollars, you know, in an operating, because part of what Silicon Valley Bank did is they would give loans to these startup companies, but contingent on you can only have your checking and savings basically at our bank. Well, yeah, but they're not the only ones that do that. I mean, when I know Town, when Townstone first got when we got our loan for our building on Randolph Street. Um, uh, American Charter Bank, they wouldn't give us the loan without putting our mo- uh, most of our money into their bank. That's, okay. That's, I mean, that's a normal but way this of doing was, business. This was one industry or a type of industry disproportionately. Um, but the good thing, because again, we like to look on the bright side of life, as Monty, Monty Python would say, um, this has brought mortgage rates down. I don't know for for how long. Could be a short period. Could be of time. just another day or two. I mean, yesterday by the end of the day, rates were going way way back up. So so in it's it is a probably a, go back up. It is today. a wild market right now. Um, but if you have been sitting on the sidelines, uh, today's a good day to lock in. If you're listening to this and you're looking for you know a, a refinance, cash out, home equity line, home equity loan. Depends what minute it is. The uh, stock market was six hundred down about twenty minutes Where ago. Where is it now? It's only three hundred down. The bonds are rallying now. They're, they're back. I mean, up. It, it it is. I should say the bonds are selling off right now, not rallying. They're selling so, off, going over three and a half. So I don't again, understand so. why is the market still going crazy, knowing that. This is back that the, there's now kind of an people, infinite backstop on the deposits. In, because in 2008 they told us everything was okay and everything wasn't okay. So, but here we had the failure, and they're saying, okay, depositors are going to be made whole. 
true, but there there could be some repercussions in the banking. So, listen, here's what you have to understand. It's not only the banks. Yeah, it's all other different com- all different companies have risk managers. If you have cash at your company, many of the companies, not only the banks, take that cash and they will go invested in, in into assets, whether it be treasury bonds, treasury bills, mortgage-backed securities, and anybody, okay, would you agree, who is invested in any type of interest-bearing security, that's like a CD, a bond, or anything like that, right. that if you, and, and you did that in the last year and a half, rates are substantially higher than when you invested in it. You have to agree on that. Fair, so well, anytime before a year, so anything, so all these banks and, and, and companies who have been investing in bonds and bills and all the rest of the stuff, anything long-term between, from, from a year and a half ago, they were investing over those last five, 10 years, and rates haven't been this high in 20 years. So I don't understand. So they have losses. So I'm not a risk manager, but if losses. I was and I saw that, yeah. I would say now for all these new deposits, like we can't buy, you know, we can't buy more. It, it, we have to stack up our cash reserves. Maybe, maybe. Well, so, okay, so what's going to happen then? Then lending will be tightened up, and you'll, and when somebody comes in and wants to get a loan for, a new restaurant, a new business, it'll be tougher to get, right? That's what you're saying. It'll I mean, it's, it'll be it harder seems to lend. like a double whammy of rising interest rates also. But this is what the Fed has wanted. They want lending to slow down. They want businesses to slow down. They want less job creation. They want, they, they want people <laughs> to lose jobs. This is what they wanted, and this is what you're getting. How do we get it where it's like we don't have that, but we don't have five dollar gasoline? It's like I don't want any of it. It's like I, I want know. I want good economy the Fed without wanted, the inflation. The Fed wanted inflation to slow down. Can we wanted, only have one or the other? You just hit it on the head. If you stop lending, that's going to slow businesses down, right? Right. That's going to slow down hiring. You're not able to expand. You're not able to 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 do startups like you were talking about, and that obviously will slow down the economy, right? Less yeah, job creation. It seems really scary. Okay, but this is the reason. When you start jacking up interest rates, how fast that they have done it over the last year. They started last year at this time. What was what was prime last year at this time? I don't remember. Was it two and a quarter or something really, really low? Whatever it was. I can't <laughs> In remember. In hindsight, it's low. Yeah, it was really, really low. We thought. But I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, they've been going 50 basis points, 25 basis points, 75 basis points. They keep going higher and higher and higher. A normal, a, a normal banker who's running their community bank or a regional bank there, how are they supposed to stem the tide of these higher rates? I mean, uh, it, you, you're, I, that's what bothers me when I'm watching CNBC right. and I'm watching they blaming the some bankers? of the other programs and the senators and the House of Representatives. People come on. There's going to be an investigation. We're going to put these people in prison who did all these things. What if they investigated all these people and 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 at Silicon Valley Bank they did the same thing that they had been doing the last 10 or 15 years, the same thing that all the other banks happen to be doing, but they happen to have a run on their bank. What if, what if the senators and the House of Representative people and the finance committees find out that they really did nothing wrong, that they were just not 
smart. They I, were not I quick enough, not smart enough to catch up with the Fed, who was raising too quick for them. Which, what if that's what they right. find out? I, I think that's that was part of it. Are it, you going to control what the banks, private banks, can 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 invest in? Are you going to tell them that they can't buy a thirty-year or a fifteen-year or a ten-year U.S. Treasury? Note. Are you going to tell Maybe them that? Maybe you're going to have to, whatever historical risk factors that they put in a, their algorithms, they're going to have to have a lower proportion of it. Well, Very but, most, but most people over the last year have suspected that the Federal Reserve was going to slow down the pace of increases, and they continued to raise rates. And some of the very smart people that I read and listen to, and I've mentioned to you many times, right. have said that there's going to be cracks in the foundation when they continue to do this because not everybody is a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. Um, well, changing subjects yeah, here change at Townstone, we are we are going to hit Zach in the head and make blood come out next time. And that'll be fun. You know, as a special effect, special no effect violence because this podcast no, generally we're just do special rated G to PG. Can we do something in the background there, like <laughs> something? I don't think I've got the processing what's, power. What's Halloween thirteen, Jason? Jason, Jason in the back. Yeah. Um, so a, a, a new product that just came to our attention. Very uh, interesting, because ding, 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 here ding, at ding. Townstone, we've got access to, it's like your one-stop shop. You you got your conventional, your investor loans, your We're always looking for new products. We, we've got all of these products, which is why you want to fill out a consultation and when request. you go to your local bank, they're not going to have new products all the time. So this new one I just wanted to take a, a few minutes to talk about is FHA. I want to say 0% down, but it's not quite that. It's there's, there's 3.5% down is the is rule the of thumb yeah. with, with FHA. But what we're able to now help you get is that 3.5% down does not need to come from you. It's a, a, it's a down payment assistance program where basically you get that three and a half percent of the purchase price in the form of a zero percent interest rate loan that has no payments and can get forgiven in who 10 years. Who provides the loan? Is it a government loan? What kind of loan is it? Do you ask them or no? Uh, the, to, to TBD, but it's through one of our lending partners. Yeah. Um, but it's not a state thing, is it? Is it? No, 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 it's not no. through the state, it's it's through the, the lender or or through the FHA. Okay. Um, but they're basically giving you the three and a half percent down um, to use on this purchase. Now, yes, it's a higher rate than if you have your own three and a half percent down. But basically, if you buy this place um, and live there ten years and you get it forgiven, that was like how free many, money. How many years do you get? It for, do you have to live there to get it forgiven? Ten. Oh, it's ten. It's ten not five. years okay. um, before it gets forgiven. But but even if you sell. You're just what paying back you what they gave. They gave to you. Can you refinance? You can refinance it, but you you have you have this second lien on the property. Will they let you refinance it with that second lien? We should find that out. It's a you, good. You have you, all these good questions. Well, we've Barry. run into that before that you're not allowed to refinance, and yeah, that's something that people would want to know. Right. I, I, I'm actually interested, too. But it's like I'm bringing our audience. We'll find out next I'm week. bringing you the breaking news that this is available. And I'm and, questioning the and breaking And I don't news. know how long it's going to be available for us, so I just want to put it out there as quickly as we can. 
all the details TBD. But you can so fill out the consultation. So this is a no down request. payment assistant program, then basically FHA. Yeah, because it's still three and a half percent down, but the three and a half percent is not coming from you. Um, and it's and coming again, from the lender, basically. Yeah, and you have the option. There could be a ten-year amortized note that you do make payments on, or a ten-year forgiveness zero percent loan that again is zeroed out after 10 years who the heck's going to make payments on it nobody right well it, again this is uh, there's been a lot of barriers to home ownership now if you if you, and you sell, this is, if you sell your house that's it's going to have to be paid off you don't you yeah know, if you sell within off. 10 years yeah. you have to pay that gift basically that it wasn't a gift but uh, you have to pay that loan back but at 0% it's no more than um than the three and a half percent of the, the sales, than price. what you got. The purchase price. So, so you're not like losing it's a good out. Deal. It's it's a really good deal. It's free money as long as you can refinance loan. it. Um, and that's you, bothersome. Okay, okay, we'll right. find out if you can if rates refinance. Because if rates go down, well, but every mo, mo, most everybody who's calling wants to know if they can refinance. Well, if rates go down on that, yeah, yeah worst case you can refinance it and would have to pay that off, but. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll find out and then, we'll get back then, to you. Then you're going to have to create equity in your house either by paying down your mortgage or or obviously appreciation of your house price. But we've always price. talked about the the three pieces of, of qualifying for a new loan on that purchase, which was down you know payment. having good credit, having income, and and having down payment. This just eliminates one of them. Where if you qualify credit and income, you don't need that down payment. Um, yeah, you need some money for closing costs, but that's much easier. You, you can get all of that as a gift or as a seller credit. Uh, can you still go over, can you have a really high debt to income, even not putting any I money ran, down? I ran one yeah. today, 57% debt to income ratio back end, 40% front end. With this with this program? With this program. Oh, that's incredible. Yes, sir. That's a great program. Yes, sir. Um, so it's really... I think opening, it's it's a pun. I wasn't intending on it. Opening the door to home ownership for a lot of people because it is okay, tough. Fannie Mae. It is tough out there when you're paying all this money on rent to save up for a down payment because you could have a good job, you could have good credit, but you don't have that money left over at the end of the month to save up for the down payment. Well, that's usually the biggest barrier, and right. and this just wipes it out. Become the master of your own domain. Now, is is the rate? I heard you talking to them. How much higher is the the rate, rate is higher today versus, versus a normal FHA? Today, rate. a regular FHA, I quoted out uh, was was going to be six one two five six point two five, and this program, where you get the three and a half percent, you are going to get a seven point two five rate. So, so you're paying it's about a point higher, approximately, just so a that percentage point knows. higher. Percentage so it's higher. not like free money or an alternative like if you have the three and a half percent get you, in the you house might you want to do payment. it yeah. but if you don't have the down payment and you don't want to be at the whim of your landlord i just heard um but we talked to so many people and the greatest barrier i mean people they talk about debt all the time the student loan debt but i think the greatest barrier is the down payment the savings saving, saving for, the, for down the down payment, payment which i guess you could also say that they can't save some of the down payment because they have student loans and they don't have any money saved but it's, it is, it's a down payment. It always has been. And this is going to be easier to qualify, you know, versus one of those IDA conventional loans. 
Um, Ida Ida is an Illinois housing department loan, which which we don't we do we not we don't offer it offer it. So. But I know conventional debt to income ratios cut Much off lower. a lot o- yeah. earlier uh, than a fifty seven percent back end. This is going to yeah. allow a lot of people who didn't qualify yesterday. Now that we have access to this, you it's it's a great time to fill out that consultation request. Um, and again. You know, we're not taking the solicitations, but if you're looking to buy a bank, I know one that, uh, you know, call up the the FDIC or Federal Why don't Reserve. You buy it? They're looking for buyers. Why don't you buy it? I need a couple more dollars. You know, I, I've been saving up to buy a bank, but, you know, maybe in a, a year or two, I'll, I'll have the bank roll to, to buy a bank. <laughs> it's spring. People, it? people. Yeah. People are, have oh, been yeah. asking me Gosh, how business is lately, and business, the phone, obviously, people calling for prequels, people just inquiring even about refinances. Yes, business has picked up, there's no doubt. I think more people are getting used to hearing a 30-year fixed interest rate in the 6% range, even if it's the high 6% range. And like we tell everybody all the time, and tomorrow many of our listeners uh, are going to get one of our fine emails. Listen, if rates go down, we'll be the first to call you. We'll try to refinance you. But to sit on your hands and continue with this same thought process that, oh, a year and a half ago it was 30-year fix was in the threes, and we're going to wait for it to get there, I'm been, I've been saying this for a while. Didn't I say it was going to go to 8%? We didn't get there, right? We got in the mid-7s. Yeah, we got close. We got close. I just don't think unless, and, and always a caveat here, unless the Federal Reserve really has gone overboard here and we're, we're going to end up into a terrible recession, I just can't see us going back down to those levels. I think the levels are going to be you know, somewhere in the in the fives, to seven percent, I think we're going to. This is going to be the new the, normal. The the the, the re, well, this was the the regular norm when when I first got in the business for years and years and years. Anytime we got under five percent on the thirty year fixed, everybody got all crazy in the mortgage industry, and I think we're we're heading back there because I, I think it was an aberration during the pandemic that we were that low. Look and at these I just smart don't, words. I just don't think we're going there. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, not that I. I mean, I hope I wake up in the morning hoping it go goes down to three and a half. I would. I would love to be able to. You know, great do, for us, great for you. Tremendous but, amount of uh, business, but it's. I don't think it's in the cards, especially with demographics. How many people are being born? How many people are coming right. into this country from 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 foreign workers and all that stuff? I mean, and how many people are retiring? I mean, the average age of an American you know, is growing and we're heading towards, unfortunately, where the Japanese are right now, where, you know, there's just going to be a shortage of people for jobs unless somehow or another robotics is. Well, we've got AI now that can can pass the LSAT in the top 10 percentile. Might might work, might work. So um, still a problem. But uh, again, our website is down below. Fill out that free consultation to get on our list at least, whether you're interested today or two years from now. There's now's the time to start talking about it. So don't wait four two, years. Don't wait two years. No, but I'm saying if you're thinking I want to buy in two years, you should still get in touch with us and we'll get you on the pathway to, to home ownership in two years, whatever your time frame is. 
And don't forget, if you live in Cook County, you have another property tax payment coming up here at the end of March, correct? Yeah, and, it's, it's and like April 3rd, I think, is the yeah. is the due date. I got to do so that. Don't like forget this that. Week. I know it's odd that we've, we had one December 31st. 31st, and now we got another one here in March. So keep that in mind, everybody who has it due. <laughs> yeah, or move out of Cook County. Gosh. Don't move out of Cook County. I live in Cook County. I live you know, in I, Cook I, County. We need we need our taxes to stay low. Everyone move to Cook County. We need we need more people. We need more tax to, base. We need more tax base. Divide yes. the paint out do amongst not, more people. Do not leave, please. So uh, again, uh, give us a call. Websites in the comments section. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your week. Let's we're all hanging tight and watching this market.